Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, producer Ben here. I have a quick production note before we get into today's episode, breaking down the IndyCar weekend from the new Detroit street course layout race. And Connor enjoys awesome interview with the British stud himself over at Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing, Jack Harvey. I'm sure many of you heard the news about Connor and Ed Carpenter racing parting ways this weekend into the off weekend. And uh, out of respect for the situation, we're not going to address anything in today's episode, but we plan to in the future. Hope you enjoy what we have for you today. Connor has some really interesting insight into the new track layout, and so look forward to that. And Jack was only supposed to come on for about 20 minutes, and it turned into an almost 45-minute conversation. Really opens up about the team's struggles this year, especially his perspective from bump day at the Indianapolis 500. And we kind of have a part two to the saga of Joey not meeting Adam Driver at the 500, which was hilarious since Jack got to meet him and have Adam sign his Star Wars helmet. So hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we'll talk to everyone next week. The following is a production of Dirty Bow Media. We are back once again following a bumpy, tight, hot, interesting race in the streets of Detroit. First time we've seen that in over 30 years after leaving Belle Isle. We got a great show for you today recapping that. We have Jack Harvey, driver of the number 30 ride for Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan. He's going to be telling us about his crazy, unforgettable bump day experience this past year. Uh, and then get into a lot of the ins and outs of, 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 of you know driver mentality and the psyche and, and, and team and honesty. And it's a really great conversation. So you're going to want to uh, uh, check that out, of course. Um, it's got a great show. We got a great show. That's all there is to it. I'm Joey Molinero, of course, and we have Connor Daly with me, the host of this program, Ben Walton behind uh, the camera, behind the mics, uh, running everything. Connor, have you recovered yet physically from the craziness that was Detroit? <laughs> well, as you mentioned, great show for sure. Um, I think listeners of this show will really appreciate the Jack Harvey interview. I think it's a great, um, great look into the Indy 500 qualifying weekend. Great look into motorsport in general. Um, and a Jack, Jack is a guy I've known for a long time. So really cool conversation there. But yeah, Detroit, I mean, the funny thing about Detroit is 
all the corners are so slow that physically it's actually not that bad. So like I, I, I after Detroit, I didn't feel as as worn out as I did like after the Indy GP. Indy GP is much higher grip, much more physical. The mm-hmm. Detroit track is so low grip, and every corner is first gear except for the corner onto the straight. So you're going quite slow most of the time. Um, but there was a lot of just random things like, uh, my, I, I got a blister on my left hand, which has never really happened because you're, you're doing so many full lock turns. Uh, I got this large bruise on my left forearm because of the, the, the center belt in the car. I think all the, the full lock steering activities, um, you know, you, you just do a lot of work inside the car. You're basically, uh, you look like you're, you're, um, you know, you're, you're, you're cleaning windows in there, just wax on, wax off all the time, spinning your hands around. Um, it's, uh, yeah, so it, it was definitely interesting, but you know, there's a lot of thoughts about that race weekend and, uh, you know, we want to get, get right into the old, uh, Detroit talk. Um, you know, I- interesting track. I think right out the gate, honestly, there was like to give everyone an honest view. A lot of the drivers were definitely, um, on the same page about how difficult it was to have 27 cars on this track. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the lap times are are slower than than St. Pete. Um, so you know St. Pete, we're almost in that you know potentially getting sub one minute lap times. You're getting close to that. Um, but St. Pete has essentially three straights, almost maybe four straights. Whereas like we had one straight for for Detroit. So. You're you're going a lot slower for more time. Uh, I don't know what the science behind that, but um, I I think we obviously have to be careful what we say because this is a, a Penske Entertainment put a lot into this. You know, Chevrolet. Uh-huh. This is Chevrolet's home track, and Chevrolet coming off winning the Indy 500. I mean, great stuff for for Chevrolet to uh, you know to to celebrate uh, at, at Detroit. Um, but there was a lot that went on during that race, it, it, and and it all started really in the in the second practice session because the second practice session, the for the first time in my career, I never finished a single lap in a forty five minute practice session. Like every single time you tried to do one lap, everyone would be going ten miles an hour, five miles an hour in the turn five, six, seven section because that's where the timeline was. For practice sessions, for people who don't know, we we have an alternate timeline that's right before the pit lane. Um, where we used to start and finish laps. So it's basically start the lap there and you f- can finish the lap there and pit immediately. Um, but what that means is in, in this in the track being so small, you think you have a gap enough to try to do one lap, but then everyone else is trying to get the same gap and then everyone, it just ends up being a traffic jam. So yep. from then on, it was like, hey, we might have a problem here because in qualifying, you want to make sure you get clear track as well. Um, there was a group of drivers that there was a group text started um Started by Simon Pagano, actually. Uh, and there were several of us that we were going to try to go to race control and be like, hey, like, can we move the timeline at least? Like, let, like, Toronto has the timeline right before the pit lane, like right before the pit entrance. Uh, it has a corner right before it, but where that is kind of helps you time a gap on that back straight before the pit entrance. And so we were kind of thinking of having that timeline might be maybe a little bit better uh, out of turn eight, which is like right before the pit entrance. Um, but a lot of the drivers, well, everyone kind of, everyone agreed and, and, and even drivers that weren't really supposed to agree and would never say this publicly, we're, we're, we're all on the same page. Um, but nothing, you know, we weren't able to get anything done because we didn't show up as a big group to try to help get things changed. And honestly, 
I don't think they could have changed things before qualifying anyway. Um, but it was hectic. <clears throat> it was definitely hectic. So after after not doing a single lap where you could fully get to grips with the track and in the second practice, you're kind of just going into qualifying a little bit blind. Um, yeah. What was your initial reaction, Joe, when you started seeing some of the practice clips and 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 things like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I messaged you. I mean, we how talking- many people hit the wall? It's crazy. Yeah, right. I mean, we we're you know, I messaged you. We were talking on Instagram, and I was just like, "Man, you're gonna need a few dozen ice baths and 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 some vodka sodies after this weekend because what I saw it looked so physically demanding because of how bumpy it looked. I mean, it looked like you guys were hitting constantly. You know what I mean? And so I, in my head, I was like, "Man, these guys have got to be just rattling around in there." Um, so that that was my initial thing. Is yes. The turns are tight. Uh, yes, like Alex Pelot said, 27 cars on this track seemed, you know, you're kind of wondering how in the hell is qualifying going to happen and then what is going to happen on that first and second turn once the race happens. Um, those are my initial thoughts when I was watching on Friday, watching on Saturday. Uh, but then, you know, honestly, man, like not to jump over qualifying, but, you, you know, you got to Sunday and, and I'm sitting there watching on my friend's pool and I'm like, Man, I mean, hats off to these guys because everyone that I was texting and talking to and whether it was online or we were just having conversations, it was like, man, this is going to be like Nashville 2.0 in 2021. <laughs> where they're just like red flags, yellow flags, red flags, just an absolute shit show. And it it wasn't that. Yeah, no. Thankfully, qualifying was okay. And, and the funny thing about qualifying was is we actually um, we made a great step forward uh, because we, you know, we, we had been – really nowhere in practice, but, but I thought we had something there. I thought if, you know, we put on the green tires, uh, maybe get some speed out of it. And it was a track that like, as a driver, you just have to throw yourself at it. And sometimes you might hit the wall. Like there were a lot of people who hit the wall. Colton Herta hit the wall in qualifying. Uh, Christian Lundgaard hit the wall in qualifying. Like people, people just, you know, you're trying to get the most out of it. And the way the walls were set up, the way everything, how difficult it was to get through the bumps um, it actually felt really cool to do a good qualifying lap. Like we were eighth in our session. I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, Rossi right in front of me, like not a bad group to be in. Right. Like we're uh-huh. like, all right, Alex didn't make it. I didn't make it. We're the first two out. That's fine. Um, and you know, my, my teammate Renus, we qualified again. How many times this year have we qualified literally almost in the exact same row, St. Pete, Long Beach here, like you know, a couple positions, uh, you know, away from each other. Sure. Um, and and you know, for for us to go from like being we had, we must have done like lap laps in the one oh fives, maybe one a couple one oh fours, you know, to a, a one oh two nine in qualifying. That's like a huge jump um from where we were. So, so the team did a great job in in giving me, you know, what I needed for qualifying and kind of it, it, it gave us, you know, a bit of cautious optimism for the race. Um, but in qualifying again, it, when you cut the cars in half, right? Like you had, you know, half the cars in each group. Yeah. Uh, there was, there was much better willingness to cooperate with folks. And, uh, you know, a lot of the drivers actually talked about the practice sessions. Like if we came back there in the future, you know, splitting the groups, like we would have much rather done split the practice in half and do 23 and a half minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. They talked um, about that on the broadcast. Exactly. Yeah. And, and who knows what will happen there in the future. Um, but yeah, we were, we were definitely cautiously optimistic for the race. Um, but I think everyone in general was was kind of forecasting a bit of chaos, forecasting a bit of craziness because you know, we talk a little bit about this with Jack, but the way the bumps are down the straight, um, it it it, it would have been a perfect straight for like really great overtaking, but because of how bumpy it was offline, 
um, you know, there was only one line down the straight and it actually ended up being the defensive line. So you're protecting the inside the entire way down the straight because that was the smoothest way to get down the straight. And then when you actually break, started breaking for the corner, the smoothest area to break, because you're going from maximum speed to absolute slowness, first gear, yeah. <laughs> hairpin. I mean, that's, that, that is probably the biggest deceleration, one of the biggest decelerations that we have in the season when it comes to huge straight and then hairpin. You know what I mean? Long Beach, you have a really long straight, but it's a 90 left, second gear corner, like pretty quick. Um, and, and so, you know, to, to get the car stopped effectively, you had to almost break at an angle from the inside aimed at the outside to then go in. So it just made overtaking. Now, again, some people in the race, they did it. Like, it, it was it was creative. A lot of contact had to be made if you were going to get through there. A lot of, lot of hitting. Um, but I just, I just think, honestly, if that straight was repaved and if it was smooth, I think it'd be a, a, a the race would be 10 times better. So yeah. who knows? I, I think, like, but, I so still all think... All, a lot of potential in that in new Detroit circuit. To yeah, to be kind to everyone, yes, I would say there is potential there. If because obviously we're not going to go away from there. It's a it's a very you know it's a it's a you know Chevy centric track, Penske or entertainment. Um, yep. But just a couple things, maybe you know, a couple things, you know, smoothing out the walls in places, uh, maybe trying to adjust the surfaces in a couple places because, you know, I think in the race, seeing multiple cars crash under yellow is a problem um mm-hmm. that's that's really not good uh because the the way the way our tires were and again this this could be you know we don't want to offend anyone of course i, I think i already get in trouble too much for for t- just being honest with people it's not it's not degrading people just being honest with, with folks that what happened but generally if if people notice uh, street courses right now we we have you know street course tires from firestone that have been great. Um, you know, the the differences in the in the greens to the to the primaries have have created some strategy, which is is awesome. Um, but like when they cool down, like let's say the track goes yellow, Pato's incident, for example, right? Track goes yellow, we kind of all immediately slow down because we're hey, respecting the safety vehicles. But when the when the temperature cools down on the tire just a little bit, when you cool down a little bit, it's it's almost like we were driving on on ice. Um, and so under yellow you're actually struggling more than when you're green and you're building up more heat and you're able to drive super fast down the straight and hit the brakes hard to generate the most heat uh, for inside the tire. So it became a very interesting uh, situation. I mean, I I came around the corner when Pato crashed. I had no idea he was there. Like we didn't, there, there must've been, I think they're there again, first time event. So we got to give him credit, but maybe some flagging changes need to be made on like, Hey, I almost hit a safety truck because I had no idea that Pato was there. And every corner on this Ooh. track as well is completely blind. So you got to take that into effect. And and I was like, man, this is tough under yellow. Like, I don't know if people noticed, but the restarts, barely anyone could keep up with each other on the restarts just because we we're all yeah. trying to basically save our lives on these on cold tires. Um, and it, 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 was a, it was a crazy thing. I mean, Graham Rahal crashed into the wall under yellow. And Graham Rahal is not a dumb driver. There's a lot of people who have you yep. know, questions about Graham, and and I've even had some arguments with Graham this year. But Graham Rahal is, is a smart guy. I mean, he is experienced and been around a while. Been around a while. And if you're crashing under yellow, there's 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 something going on here that's that's really affecting everyone. And and 
that was a shame to see. Even poor David Malukas. David Malukas crashed under yellow trying to come to the restart. Like it's the 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 grip level was so low that when the tires got colder as well that it was just like man it, it made the actual racing much more difficult because all you were trying to do was save your life and if you happened to be at the front and you could really time things right and and you knew where you were going and everything was a little bit better but for those at the back or not in the back but even the middle like shoot when I restarted like 14th or whatever that's not that far back into the pack it was so separated it was it was it was uh -huh. insane so. There's definitely a lot there that needs to be thought about for sure because you can't have people crash under the yellow. That's super dangerous for the safety workers. That's super dangerous for other competitors, for people that, you know, already in the wall, you had then Benjamin, you know, crash into Graham um, while he was in the wall. And I mean, I was an inch and a half from hitting Graham in the wall. Like when I came around turn one and I saw Graham in the wall, I didn't breathe for like at least <laughs> a minute because I was like, oh my gosh. I cannot believe I just saw that, but it, you shouldn't have to think about avoiding cars in the wall under yellow. You know what I mean? Right, like it's, yeah. it's crazy. No, this is to good. See. This is this is good because you, you know, as a viewer, you didn't even really realize. You know, you just think, oh, yellow. You know, everybody's slowing down, and no, no problem. You know, you have the incident that caused the yellow, but then everybody's gonna be fine. And uh, no, so that's 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 a that's a great point. And I mean, I I think as a as a viewer, I enjoyed watching the race i enjoyed um the the action you know i think we saw a lot of guys you know kind of throwing some bows out there a little bit and getting feisty out there and uh you know marcus erickson i think he said it's just like a good old-fashioned street fight you know that, that that that's that's street street course racing um you know, yeah the, the ross the rossi rosenquist incident at the end yeah. i don't even call it an incident but uh, but you know uh the fact Man, that I really wish he, Rossi would have got after it there. I mean, uh, oh, we'll we'll discuss it internally. I mean, oh my gosh! Like, I, I, know, I know, I know, I know. That's what I was give us something. I I texted, uh, you know, I was watching with friends at a pool, and I texted a few of my other buddies. I was like, "Wow, Rossi might kill him," and uh, just because <laughs> I remember uh, Toronto last year, you know, uh, where where Rossi was obviously still with Andretti, and then Rosenquist. Um, it was a pretty fairly similar incident, honestly, to to what we saw there. It's just. Rossi was able to still keep keep going and and, and finish top five, um, but yeah, when he I, I was waiting for something when he got asked the question and he took the long pause and he took the um, the business line, you know, he took the high road there with yeah. his teammates. So, what but like the funny thing see. is, the funny thing is about that Alex Rossi saying we'll discuss it internally means he wants to stab him in the chest. Like, like that, that's yeah. like that's Alex being emotional, and being like. I, I want to punch him in the throat. You know what I mean? <laughs> but for for sure, that was interesting. I mean, honestly, you got to say though, it, it, it's it. That's the way we race now. That, that, I mean, that is that's the way yeah. IndyCar is racing right now. Um, talked about it for a while. We've talked about yeah. it for a while. It is what it is. Um, and there was a lot of that. And and honestly, I'm I'm very glad that the race. I guess I I heard from several people that the race actually looked okay on TV. So it, it didn't yes. it didn't look as bad as I would say some of us drivers thought it was um so that's good and again great tv rating like round yeah, of applause we did. round of applause for tv ratings i think we had a million people over a million people watching um that's a great success for us so kudos to penske and, and everyone at indycar Up over seven hundred thousand uh viewers from last year's detroit race i believe well, last sent. year was on usa, was on USA yeah. <laughs> which i understand um but it did, and I I can't decide if 
you know, we just had our expectations kind of so low as viewers going in thinking, oh man, this is going to be Nashville 2.0. This is going to be insane. This is just going to be wreck, 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 just craziness. And then it ended up being more of just a good old fashioned street fight. Like, like Marcus Erickson said. Um, so I can't decide, but, but, but it was, it was, it was enjoyable to watch and, um, it did, it got over a million viewers. So that's two weekends in a row, Connor. And we got back to back, obviously the Indy 500, huge, huge rating there over 5 million people. And then, yes. uh, you, you mentioned it last week, you know, we had the a trickle over a little bit and then the next week and you got at least over a million of those people yeah. sticking around. Hey, we got a trickle over. I mean, honestly, that it, it's super important just to you know, continue to be relevant on the, on the motorsport space. I mean, yet again, the formula one race was awful. Um, I mean, I, I didn't even watch it, but you know, I, I don't know how they can consider that, um, you know, entertainment. So if we're, you know, we're, we were entertaining, I believe, I believe the race was entertaining for folks, which is great. Um, and you know what, we just got to keep that rolling, right? Like we, we need a, if, if we can keep that million number, you know, it's kind of like what Formula One is doing. They've kind of been around that million number. We just need to keep that million number. So, you know, hopefully we had a few, you know, it was tough that we were going up against NASCAR again, but NASCAR had a rain delay. So that probably helped us a little Which, bit. I had a good friend who was out there in St. Louis, Connor. He was in the stands and he was texting in my racing group chat and he was like, this delay is BS. I don't know what's going on. The, the, like he was sending pictures. He was like, <laughs> "It's looking clear." I don't know what they're doing. And so then, me and my other buddy were, con- you know, we were saying, "Hey, it's because they got an IndyCar race going up against it. I know that it's <laughs> kicking ass up in Detroit." So they're saying, "Let's push this sucker back." Good. That's a good conspiracy. I love that. I'm, I'm all in on that. <laughs> yeah, but I it's mean, true. I think very positive stuff for for our audiences, and uh, you know, I, I think the most interesting part about you know, Alex Pillow dominated the whole, you know, qualifying race, dominant, dominant drive. Um, but even Alex Pillow was like very, very honest about the track. And yeah. I think what what I I just agree with him because these cars, like, you know, they're proper open wheel race cars. They produce a lot of downforce, a lot of power. And, you know, when we're just when we're first gear spinning the wheels everywhere, just kind of, it, it's just it just seems like we're underutilizing the incredible machines that we have been given to drive and and that's all. And I I just wish that, you know, we could better utilize what we're doing, you know, instead of having to hit everyone to pass everyone, which is entertaining. I I think we've mentioned that in NASCAR about NASCAR a lot. The, the contact and stuff is great. Um, you know, Colton Herta finished the race well with half a front wing. I mean, that's, that's impressive. Um, Mm -hmm. I saw his front wing leave his car. It was right in front of me, but, uh, I, I think, I just wish that we could be at, at, at just one just one step higher because I think that the series deserves it. I think we've got 27 of the best drivers in the world. Uh, there's a lot of driver emails circulating between uh, you know between us all about kind of you know what we what we want to be thought of, uh, how we want our series to be seen, and um, you know again a lot of great stuff created you know to to bring this race back. You know my my dad raced in the streets of Detroit in Formula One in 1982, so really cool to you know to have it back in the streets of Detroit. Um, but I just hope that we can make it better because I think Detroit, they show up for the race. You know, we have a lot of very energetic Chevy fans, a lot of great people from Chevrolet enjoying that event. And so we just want to put on the best show possible. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Um, excited for the future there. No doubt. Another cool TV note. 
uh, regarding IndyCar. A uh, piece of news that we saw come up this week is that HBO is picking up uh, the Dan Weldon Lionheart documentary. Um, Love this. So that that is, I think that is big. I think that it's very exciting that uh, a huge, huge, legendary streaming giant that is HBO um, is going to, you know, wa- wa- wants to have uh, that documentary on their service. And uh, I don't know when it's coming out. I can imagine that if it's already said that HBO is picking it up, that that maybe we're getting close to um, having it be ready to be released. Uh, but regardless, I think that that is one great because who doesn't want to watch an awesome documentary documentary about Dan Weldon? Um, but 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 then two, um, you know, I look at this as almost a, another gateway, Connor, to hey, people on HBO, a lot of people on HBO for whether it's The Last of Us or Game of Thrones or Succession or whatever it is, um, and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, this awesome documentary about this uh, kick-ass race car driver, and then. Boom. Maybe, you know, that gets a few new eyeballs into the sport, into the series because of uh, the late, great Dan Weldon. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Uh, Anything that is involved with the Weldon family, uh, you know, we're going to support it, watch it. Um, You know, love to see Dan's kids doing well as well in in motorsport right now also. Um, So I think that's going to be a great watch. I mean, I I watch everything on HBO Max or just Max or whatever it's called now. Right, yeah. Um, But that's going to be really cool. So appreciate them picking that up. And I think it's going to be a great product. I think that's great for IndyCar. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. All right, uh, we have uh, another great product coming your way. Uh, our interview with uh, the driver of the number 30 ride, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan, Jack Harvey. Should we get to our conversation with Jack? Absolutely, let's go. Well, we have a, another wonderful guest this week, uh, a very, very talented man from across the sea. Uh, we were teammates when we were younger lads uh, in the European regions. Uh, he is... A man who had a helmet at the Indy 500 uh, that was honoring the Queen and the coronation. Uh, big British guy, Jack Harvey. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, how you doing, pal? Are you recovered from Detroit? I am recovered from Detroit. My heel stopped hurting after one <laughs> of the bumps when I was actually trying to draft past you. <laughs> and I decelerated. I seen the data after. I decelerated. I hit the bump so hard and my left heel was throbbing for about five laps. You see that, that that's the funny thing. Like to to get right into Detroit. Like Detroit had so many random bumps that you were like, like apparently like Grosjean. Uh, he obviously said that that like one of the bumps down the straight like broke his right rear suspension. Like it's it was so aggressive in some places and just so difficult. I mean, obviously, I think there are a lot of drivers who are on the same page. Uh, none of them drive for Penske, uh, but it's 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 a it's a track that I think could work. If they repaved that entire straight, like that—that's my opinion, right? I think if they repaved that sure. whole straight, it's raceable. But but yeah. but at the moment, it's like we had three cars crash under yellow. Like that was wild, as we talk about in this show. 
Um, but yeah, th- you had a heel injury. My arm was bruised up. I had a, a hand blister that I've never had before. Yeah. Just a yeah. lot of weird things that track was throwing at you. Well, I think some of the bumps make sense to street circuit. Yeah. You know, and I've driven downtown Indy. I, there's, there's certain places <laughs> on, you know, Meridian that I probably don't want to drive down in an Indy car. It's fair to say. However, you like to think that if they knew this race was coming here, they would do that. And for people like, well, you know, it's, that is a street circuit. The reason why, particularly at Detroit, that sucks was because people drove down that massively long straight on Jefferson. Everyone drove the same place to avoid yeah. the bumps. So they weren't defending. They were driving there to not hit the bumps. And that's why it ruins the race, you know, ultimately, because in one of the, in, in the warm-up, uh, Ericsson was behind me twice, tried to overtake me around the outside in three. And you're like, bro, that's just like not going to, yeah. that's just not going to work. It's like, you're going to go straight on, of which nearly on one of them he did. Um, and I actually didn't see that Grosjean had broke his suspension. Obviously, I seen that, you know, on socials after that he crashed and whatever, and then he said it in the driver emails, the little, the little driver, uh, the little driver emails that we all argue about how the race needs to be changed afterwards. <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, people then saying he's catching heat because like he's trying to make an excuse that like why he crashed. I'm like, well, what happened? And then yeah. that's when he said that he actually broke his suspension first. Um, but man, Detroit, like I think you said, I think we all felt it. It's actually a super fun track to drive for a single car. Yes. However, as a for I a could race, agree to that. you know, for a race and, you know, the dynamics of a race, you know, people go wide, they go down a runoff, you know, you push the edge of the walls, but what you don't want, like in turn seven that got Christian Kyle in qualifying, it's just a, a wall that is poking out. Yeah. You know, because when you go to St. Pete, Nashville, you know, Long Beach now, even they've got these curved like barriers. Let's just roll with that. And again, I'm not trying to throw shade. I don't even begin to understand what goes into making a street race happen. I mean, that just seems like a mammoth project. <laughs> However, it's not our first rodeo going to a street circuit in general. Yes. And having curved walls even seems like a reasonable idea to me. But I, I, again, I, you're not I, wrong. <laughs> No, you're not wrong, but I, I gotta, I gotta get off Detroit just for a second because I got a bone to pick because I have the Uh-oh. two drivers here that are both my friends <laughs> that know how massive a Star Wars fan I am, and, oh. and both of you met Adam Driver, and I didn't receive oh. one goddamn text. One. That's actually. Text. That I was true. Well, my reason was I was saving it for the show because I like him. Emotional react. That ended up being uh, a great damn. clip. So. <laughs> Okay, I don't have as good excuse as that. <laughs> I was just hoping that one time I was going to be invited onto the show and that we could talk about it. There yeah. you go. What? But, but I mean, I have the garage <laughs> passes. I, I'm I'm camping inside the freaking track for God's sake. You, I get do you nothing. Want to see I get nothing. It? Do you want, do you want me to grab the helmet? I the do. Side, yeah, the, the touched helmet by Adam Driver. Do you actually want to see it? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's please. do it. Bring it oh, on right. here live on the show. I, I think I think it's very exciting that. Uh, I also it's want to ask my, Jack uh, about his guy. Like, oh, wow, there it is. For those who don't see a video clip of this, this is a podcast we're now seeing Jack Harvey's helmet, his Star Wars helmet. Simon That's like my pride and joy. Oh, yeah, hang that, hang that, hang a banner for that one. You know what I mean? Hey, actually, like, what, what, that, what were, that middle what, window is where yeah. it hangs out, actually. Nice. <laughs> what, what were his hands like? Were they like meat claws? <laughs> were they thick? Were they soft? 
he's quite he looks like a larger human being than he actually was big fella like he, he's tall and he's wide but he's quite slender yeah and just looks like the guy that you don't want to grapple with because <laughs> he has quite long limbs yes yes and he either he either was just being completely himself and he was a very nice guy or he was acting, in which case he's definitely a fantastic actor because he he actually seemed engaged. You know, I I couldn't help. I mean, I was holding my Star Wars helmet, couldn't not tell him I was like a fan. Oh yeah, asked him to sign the visor. It's cool. I don't. I mean, honestly, I'm just grateful that we got to meet him. I did feel bad. I got to admit, I did feel bad when I didn't text you about that. Well, that's okay. But it felt well, like I, it was like an undercover thing. Like it felt like like when I yeah. met him, I like happened to trip into Doug, my stepdad, and like Doug was like, "Hey, do you want to meet him?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I mean, like, we didn't get any pictures. It felt <laughs> like he was being uh, brought around there, like he was a CIA operative. You know what I mean? That big time. And yeah. <laughs> when we took pictures, he told us like what we could and couldn't take pictures of. See? Number one, number there two. You- <laughs> He actually, we weren't even meant to post anything without getting his approval, oh. which didn't actually come. But then we kind of did it anyway because IndyCar said, after this amount of time, you're probably fine. Yeah, there's no so, shot is Adam Driver ever going to be looking at any of our Instagrams like, oh man, uh, darn, they posted that photograph of us. <laughs> I know. Now, I, did I, he, I did feel, I did did feel bad say- about it. Did he say what you could, or was it his guy? Was he like, no, you can't do that? We talked about his guy. We talked about the guy. So his guy who was there with him was indeed a woman. So I'm not sure if his guy was maybe more just his. No, there was two women. And I couldn't tell if it was his mom. Oh, Maybe he was like the big dude was in the background, like trying to like uh, he was the guy. I don't know. Well, that guy was he was way stealth because <laughs> if he was a big lad, I did not see him. So I met his kid. I think I'm pretty sure it's his wife. And just I thought like his agent, maybe that's his mum. I don't. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, because people. I and this is just a, a social thing. People sometimes like say, "Oh hi, I'm Adam," and I'm like. Dude, I know, I know who you are, man. Like, <laughs> I'm a big fan. Not like trying to be creepy, but like, I'm a big fan. But then no one else in his like group says like, "Oh, hi, my name's you know, Jill." And you're yeah. like, "Oh, okay, well, hi." Like, I don't know. Mm. Amazing experience. I was. That was probably the best part of my Indy 500. To be honest well, with you, I, like, I really truth, we wanted like, to ask it, you about. I mean, yes, it, you know, you, you qualified super well for the GP. And then yeah. uh, obviously you had the the rough you know lead up to the Indy 500, but then you had the the, the dramatic triumph, man, of of, of uh-huh. bump day. And I mean, it was a triumph, but it was also a little bit of heartbreak because it was your teammate. We get that, but yeah. uh, take us take us inside the car, take us inside the helmet when you're 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 going out for your last go at it, man. And well, and your first go. Talk about your first yeah. go, and then like, oh no, I have to go again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I'm going to go back just a one step before that. Just before we even went out for qualifying, me and Graham were in our driver lounge area and we agreed that it was either going to be me going home or him going home. Because that's just where we thought our speed was, right? And like, Connor, you're getting it. Like, it's just an honest conversation. Yeah. Yeah, We have been at this place for days. 
like you know where your speed is within like absolutely half a mile an hour depending if the wind blows your direction or not and we both were like clearly it's not personal we both want to be in the race the hope was for stingray that we wanted to knock skin stingray out of the race i mean best car in indie name but we were like we don't want you in this race right now because we want to be in the race the odds makers were thinking the same thing like oh we, well stingray <laughs> we don't know about him like I, well, the other uh, guys will be all right you know <laughs> so go out for the last chance which i mean just feels like a terrible name like you're talking about making a situation worse like it's now the literally the last chance like we already know it is so i'm watching and christian goes out and i'm like oh that's not very fast <laughs> thinking like oh we maybe we're all right and i see stingray go out and i'm like oh he's even a little bit worse maybe the track's not very good and i remember going out and like first lap going slower than like their quickest Oh, and yeah. I was honestly, I, I can't even say what my initial thought was on the podcast because unless you guys censor, <laughs> it's just I, I, I'll get in trouble for it. I was just like, oh, we're so done. You know, like just so done. The only hope was that Graham was going to suck worse than we did. Yeah. <laughs> Which, granted, it was close. And then you come in and you try not to think about it, but like it was a very real moment for me. I'm like, we're not going to make this race. Yeah. Like, and what that then can lead you to in your mind isn't any different than the things you stay up about on a Saturday night after you know you're kind of struggling and stuff like that. But it's a spiral. It's but a spiral. It sure, it sure can. So then, because at that point, the way they did the uh, well, the format of that is unless you're in, you're not going to pull your time. Because in that last chance, as soon as you roll out, you re- withdraw your time. So yeah. basically, the only the only person that situation favors is whoever's not about to make the race. And thank God there was only 34 cars. Because if there'd have been 35, you'd have been alternating with someone else. And yes, maybe you just don't have the time. Like I remember the year that James got bumped and he, he didn't even get the chance to go out. He had a tire vibration, had to pit, and never even got the chance to go out again. You know, yes. so... We, what did we, what did I learn throughout that qualifying? I think I stayed present and just focused on like, just do what I need to do. Yeah. I think I realized. What can you do? Like, like what you looked at that first run and you said, we are clearly not that fast, but, but maybe consistency, right? Like, cause usually when you get down to that point of tiny little bits, consistency. So you, you talk with your engineers and you're like, Hey, I think we need one little thing. And people, I don't think, realize that Indy, there's so many arrow small things that can help. And, and if you happen to get the right set of tires and everything goes together and you you maybe just tweak that front wing a little bit and you r- reduce yep. some of the scrub, is that kind of what you guys were thinking? Like, let's just ride yeah, and see so, what happens. So we came in and they're like, well, how's the balance? I'm like, guys, we're, we're missing it by a mile. I'm like, at that <laughs> point, we were still looking. It was like three quarters of a mile an hour. You know, yeah. or something like it wasn't in it's not insignificant, which I know for some people, three quarters of one mile an hour average speed isn't a lot. And in reality, it's not. I'll send you the graphic, yeah. the difference between me and Graham at the end of the run. But it's huge. However, if I is, had three you know, quarters of a mile an hour, I would have qualified like fifth or something like it's crazy. You know, like <laughs> it's it's wild. So I just said to Tim, like, look, guys, like, here's my balance, here's what I'm feeling. I think we're scrubbing because we're sliding. And people have like speculated what we did and they were like, oh, you know, you guys must have made some like huge changes. <laughs> Throughout the whole thing, we did three things. We added wing, 
We then took out front wing, and then we changed the tire pressure. That was it. There you that go. was everything that we did in that in that session. The thing that was crazy was we did the like literally a three lap cool down run, went mm. back out, went like hardly faster, and that was the moment where the biggest panic of like, oh, yeah, like we're <laughs> we're so effed. Like we yeah, are yeah. just beyond screwed here. So that was the first. So that was the other thing. So we're going to debunk the myth of the changes we made. We didn't do anything heroic. We just added downforce, took front wing out, changed tire pressure. The next thing we slightly debunked this myth that the engines have to be like stone cold all the time to improve. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Can't explain that. Like, don't get it even now. That's fascinating to me because you you notice in qualifying if you're trying to make other runs, like you see this in Fast Friday a lot, cars. After they make their first run, that's usually the fastest run. Then you start kind of dropping in power a little bit. Both both engine manufacturers do this because the the cooler the engines run, the, the faster they go. So this is why even me and I think a lot of us in the paddock, like we're watching your last run. And we're like, there's yeah. no way. Like it's just no. it's just not it's not scientifically mathematically possible. It's so unlikely that I actually didn't realize until I watched it back. That we left within like a minute of the session ending. Yeah. Like I had no idea, man. Like <laughs> I, I didn't know. That's why the first thing I said on the radio is how much time is left. Because I just assumed that if Graham went out, that he'd just yeah. go like quicker, you know. Uh, so I'm glad they didn't tell me that. But I also realized in, like, in my mind, it was crystal clear what I was going to do. We were either going to like crash trying and just yep. keep going out as many times or we weren't going to make the race you know and at that point that risk and reward probably the probably the most i've ever been like you know what just do it like let's yeah. just go like <laughs> let, don't <laughs> care what it takes let's just do it um but man that was a weird that's probably the most peak stress i've ever felt i wouldn't wish bump day on anybody and it's conflicting because so you bad. know and and like you all it all got great mates and you know connor probably can relate to this the most you've got drivers who you're like particularly good friends with who you gravitate <laughs> to you know and graham has become you know since i've been at rll a good mate of mine you know i go to yeah. cars and coffees which actually the first one i ever went to was with you connor we yeah. went out to his one you know way out there still actually we're still in brownsburg so i don't gray in a while went to his house it's one of the first people i met when i ever came to indy actually um so you've got these emotions and you've got like amazing emotion of like of like happiness and gratitude and just thankfulness for like making a race. And on this side, you just knocked out a team car, yeah. which isn't great. And then you're like, well, actually, I just knocked out a mate. Not great. And team then owner's you, son. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not great. You're not you great. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, do you know the bit that I still get a kick out of, man? Keyboard warriors. I will oh, yeah. never understand them, man, because they're like, that's a really bold strategy, knocking out the boss's son. I'm like, I'm just out here trying to do the best I can, guys. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Right. Well, those Did people, we... Jack, are stupid, so you don't have to worry no, about I them. Just don't get them. <laughs> what What did you say to Bobby after all that? <laughs> First words to Bob. <laughs> I will say he when I saw him, he was smiling and he hugged me, and he actually seemed happy that we had that we had got in. Uh, I don't even know if I said anything. I don't even I don't even know what to say, you know, in that moment because. That's awful, man. Like, that's just a lot because you know what it means to the team. So you want to celebrate, but then you're like, actually, with our performance on itself, it's not like celebrate worthy. Um, it's compartmentalizing celebration, right? Like, because it's, it's, absolutely. that is a very difficult scene. And, and I, and I know exactly how you feel because sometimes, you know, you're, you're in a team and maybe things didn't quite go as well for your other teammates or someone on the group and you're like I am excited like like when I barely made the race that year 2018 like when Hinch didn't make it like I was like thrilled but I was like I'm starting 31st you know what I mean like we we shouldn't be excited about this but yeah. it's it's that emotion that like what you just mentioned you went through the oh my gosh like we're either going to crash or we're going to put this sucker in the show um yep. and, and and that's what makes the Indy 500 so special I, 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 I sure. love And there, there's this one phrase that people keep saying, and it's like, this is indie. Yeah. And they've said that, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. But, like, I don't know, man. There was just something about the drama of it all. It happened on the final run. Lap three was quicker than lap two. Yeah. Like, of all these things, and you're like, anywhere else, any other racetrack, none of this happens. But the, so the true. drama, the mystique of it all... And then you get to Monday, and then you know Catherine takes Steph, you know, in earnest. You know, like she felt awful about that. Oh yeah, Steph can't get to race. Feel awful for him. And then somehow Graham's back in the back in the race. Yeah. <laughs> for me, my stress of Indy didn't stop until Graham said that he was going to be in the the twenty four for the race. Jeez. And then somehow we were we were all laughing and joking, like, well, for the guy who didn't make the race, he's now got a better car than what <laughs> we had. And then we then anyway, that became its own thing. But yeah. <laughs> man, May, this May, I will never I will never forget any of the five hundreds, but this one I will never, ever in my life forget. I have aged through this. <laughs> man. That's what for I mean for the last two years, well, a year and a half or so, just what uh, I I feel like it's been a bit of a challenge, not only for you, but for the whole team. I mean, can you put into words, like just kind of like how difficult it's been on you, both as a driver, as a person, feels like it's been tough for you. Yeah, because I, and I want to, I want to preface this too, because like people think that like, oh, it's a spec series, like blah, 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 blah. You always see these things. It's like, it's not a spec series. Like there are many things that you can do to be different than other teams. And so sure. each team have their philosophies. Each team have their groups of people that want to work a certain way. And each driver requires a certain thing out of this new car with this aero screen era. And, yep. and so I, I think... You see some new teams just tripping over it sometimes. You see some teams, like I would say RLL, it, it's the most mind-blowing thing to me because of the you know the people that you guys have. I know a lot of your engineers, great people there. Yeah. I've worked with some yeah, of them yeah. before. Um, but it, it's, it, 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 it all has to click. 
And so it's got to be a tough thing for you because you went there for a reason, right? Your stock was very high. Boom. People want to pay Jack Harvey coming out of the AutoNation, the Andretti thing. And like, that's where you want to be. You want to be like, boom, daddy's got offers here in the streets. Like, <laughs> we want to, we want to go, we want to go race somewhere. And, and you had that. And so like, it, it's gotta well, be yeah. something that you did not for, like, I want to tell people drivers do not forget how to drive. Jack Harvey is still the exact sure. same person who was getting offers on the table than he is well, now. Well, man, I hope so. You are. It's, so. It doesn't change. It's, uh... <laughs> Oh, it's a uh i gotta admit the last 18 months have gone about as different and as opposite as i ever hoped dreamt or imagined they possibly could um and i, I think sure. the bit that people forget is man it's not for a lack of trying you know like our team yeah. our engineers and mechanics i mean everyone is in the factory just grinding trying to figure it out and you know, for whatever reason, which is actually the reasons we're trying to like understand so that we can fix them. My time at RLL has also just happened to coincide with their worst time in the IndyCar series. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, you know, how does that look mentally? It's actually like what you just said, Connor. It's actually trying to remember that, in fact, you can drive. It's a, that, it's a mental you know, battle. I've gone through the an, same thing. And people I'm in forget... It. You know, people forget that there's a very human aspect to like all athletes. You know, like Absolutely. when I get home, I'm just Jack. You know, not a driver, not a you know a sponsorship person, not a driver. You know, not any of them things. I'm just me, peak nerd, just me. But yeah. that work that follows you home. You know, that them feelings of you know whether people want to admit it or not. Can I steal this? Am I still this? You know, was it the car before? This was it that. You know, there's a whole host of what ifs. And I mean, honestly, man, like very few of them are, are positive until you go out and you get a reminder like the GP qualifying. Exactly. You're like, you're like oh, oh look, I can, I can still drive. I can still like, do this. Yeah. And like you need, and I, I don't like to use the word need too often, but like you need them results sometimes. Absolutely. Or them, just them reminders that actually... We can still do this. The team haven't forgotten how to be a good team. We just, for whatever reason, we're not piecing all them bits together. Um, you know, Joey, it's a little bit like this. Ryan Johnson, I believe, is a great director. But his episode eight didn't make sense. Yep. <laughs> now I'm lost, so you guys go for it. <laughs> I, I just you. try to make you yeah, know, Knives that, Out right? is great Glass Onion yeah. pretty solid Last Jedi just but, I don't know or not good man I don't know so, big Star Wars folks yes but, I but was I, particularly excited about my PSA graded 10 Grogu yesterday but that's, that's cool looked very slick yeah thank you thank you but man I will say like that struggle and there's only some people who get it because you know and we laughed and joked before we came on, I think. But like, how many times in a race I find myself around you? Yeah, yeah. And just one time, I'm like, I wish it was battling for the win. I know. Because, and I'm not one of these people. Look, you know, people aren't lucky or unlucky. You know, it 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 swings around. It's it comes and it goes sometimes. But like, and not that I feel like we're owed anything. I just feel that it would be nice to share the podium 
together yeah. one time for how difficult the last 18 months are but people forgetting actually that we're on indy or we're at the indycar level on merit yeah no it's it, you know, and and that's a great thing to say and and honestly i appreciate that i i completely agree i think there's there's people and the easiest thing to do for teams as well and like you i even hear rumors about like and you and and me and of course like Oh, well, the, guess who is the easiest person to blame in all of motorsport? The driver. And and it's always. Always, it always ends up being that because it's the easiest thing to do. We're the one in the spotlight. We're the one that are going out there. And even if we have a mistake-free weekend, we do the best job that we can do. But that best job is 14th. Well, driver just must not have really nailed it. It's like, well, that's not, that's just not true. And I'm... I'm actually nope. sick of that, but it will never change. So I get it. <laughs> I will say I I love I love sports. Period, mm. and I like I love team sports. And again, just going back to that human side of sick, it can be lonely. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Because you know, for example, I hear the rumors too. I try not to like spend time thinking about them, but I hear them. And in that moment, unless you are people who immediately rally like around you which this isn't to dig out any team or any particular team owner because no. i think you know they've all been this way at least in my experience absolutely and this is from go-kart into now so it's not even like just an indycar thing it's like yeah. the whole time when we were at art you know what i mean like that stuff happens there you know, too you like know that no one or few people who you would feel that security from come around and go don't listen to that it's just not spoken about it's like everyone hears the same rumor and then just carry on. You're like, well, like, how am I supposed we, to operate we, like that? We're not yeah. good. Like, how are you meant to? How are you meant to do this? Yes, um, you know, and that makes it tough. And you know, again, you know, I, I loved watching all sports, and you know, I've become a huge NFL fan since I've been here. I don't <laughs> get on board with the Steelers. Sorry, Joey, your 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 comment about the Colts finishing bottom cut me that's actually why i didn't tell you about adam driver oh, that's the reason. oh man yeah, yeah um i just remember but that's the reason um however it's the same for a quarterback sometimes i imagine that feels lonely for them guys in the nfl because again easiest position that gets cut i feel like in the nfl quarterback and like it's highly it's brutal yeah you know and it's and then some then you get on this merry-go-round of well whose fault actually is it and that's what I hate. Yes. You know? and yeah. That's why I just like, let's just, let's just unite over the fact that we collectively have to go forward. Yeah. Um, like, so, both, it, I mean, race is amazing, but it's sad too sometimes. Exactly. Like you have trophies. I have trophies from IndyCar. Like we're not, we didn't just, we're, we're not here like, oh, we wonder what the podium feels like. We wonder like, what is it like, what is running at the front feel like? It's like, no, but you just have to find that window. You have to get that. Sure. Your group, everyone's group, into the window. Everyone in IndyCar, all those teams, the top teams. Guess what they try to do every single day? They try to be better, right? And so we, everyone yep. has to do the same thing because the series is at the highest level that I think it's ever been. Which is actually, it's really cool to be a part of this series during this time. I so agree with you. I reckon people are going to look back on this era, and this is going to become a golden age of IndyCar Absolutely. racing. And then the other thing I was thinking, like when you said IndyCar's a spec series i mean that's just like saying the nfl's a, a spec playbook yeah you know like <laughs> yeah. 
every team, they every are all coach, playing they with the their, same ball. Yeah, they're all playing know, with the same <laughs> ball. <laughs> they they have the ability that some coaches instigate a certain you know philosophy and methodology that works with some groups of players. And you know, you see again, you know, teams go and poach the the coach who just wins the Super Bowl and they make him a head coach, and then it doesn't quite work out. But it's not because they're not talented. It just exactly. you know, you've got to merge philosophies and somehow racing gets this like people don't relate it to any other sport and how it's even remotely similar where in the same breath I, someone said that to me i'm not going to tell you that as like an original thought someone <laughs> said that to me like three months ago and they're like yeah racing's about as as, as a spec as the nfl is as spec in playbook and i'm like oh that's actually that's hilarious. a great comparison i i actually really enjoy that you're very right yeah <laughs> yeah so, what tracks uh, the rest of the season are you? Or, or, or is RLL is is Jack Harvey looking at? Is like, all right, that's that's one that um, you know. Obviously, you want to have a great result at every one of them, but you know, mm. like you said, it's not specs. So, you know, what are the ones that you're looking at? You're like, ah, I can't wait to get there. I feel like we're gonna have a really good car for that place. Probably, I mean, Road America. Uh, I feel like if we can be decent at Indy GP, there's there's no reason not to be competitive there uh that being said they've just repaved it and well, i'm guessing you're not testing today because we're doing a podcast um nope <laughs> uh, and then so yeah road america i mean honestly my big one for rll has got to be iowa you know right with high b with high b high v being the big sponsor that they are you know i think having a collectively good team performance there is you know absolute paramount i mean it's so important um I feel like Portland could be good. I mean, honestly, a smooth road course right now is probably going to suit us more so than anywhere bumpy and low grip. Um, <laughs> we you know, we had say, similar that's just, where, that's just where we're at, guys. You yeah. know, like, and, and, I, and I get told off sometimes for being too, you know, black and white about these situations. But that is the truth of it. I mean, you know, tracks looking forward to the ones I just, you know, kind of mentioned. The others I'm still looking forward to, and I would be thrilled if we had great results everywhere. Right. But, yeah. Exactly. I mean, they're the they're the ones that I'm hopeful for. It's a well, bit like when you know when you're a team and you play the Steelers, you just expect a W. <laughs> what is this? Man, I don't know. Oh my God, I, I call don't know. You out text me about Adam Driver, and then you're just then slamming then me. <laughs> then I'm salty now. I mean, jeez. Well, that's. I mean, I tell you what, you're exactly right. We all want to do the best at wherever we can do right. But for sure, you understand strength and, strengths and weaknesses of where you've been good. And sadly, no one in racing likes honesty. No one, no one likes drivers to be honest about just painting a picture. We're not trying to insult anyone. But hey, these are the places we've been good at. Sure. These are the places we haven't. And you know what? We'd love to say that we're good at all these places. So uh, I appreciate be, that honesty amazing. out of you. I, 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 you think, I think people should respect that because guess what we have to do as drivers? We listen to everyone's black that comes directly at us everyone's being yeah. honest right to our face holes like they're like All the time. oh that didn't look great for you there did it it's like well no <laughs> it's like yeah we we get it but but for some reason it's it's not it's okay to destroy a driver and go after them and whatever but anytime you talk about anything else it's like whoa hey Whoa! Yeah. So be considerate that, how that, that might make someone feel. Yeah, exactly. It's like that. That I still have a problem with, but it's probably yeah. why no one really likes me in the paddock, really. Anyway, <laughs> from a team standpoint, but that's fine. <laughs> I guess, like, 
in that moment, I just try and be how I want people to be with me. So when we have a yeah, bad stop, just be honest. You know, You're just trying to be I an honest person. I don't, you know, call out the guy who was responsible for our bad stop. Absolutely. I just not. like, I'm like, dude, forget about it. Learn something from it. Move on. You know, like that is our sequence. You know, what went wrong? Move on. We all want to be learn. better. Everyone's here to you win. Know, and hey. outside of outside of that, because I do that with them, because that's what I want them to do with me. Yeah, exactly. We, and, I'm happy to look at the data and be like, hey, you know what? Turn three, I absolutely need to be better there. Boom. Got it sure. Got it locked in. There we go. That's, but that's, that's what you but, should want to do because you want to compete. Man, on an interesting day of where something's happened, any of my comment sections, oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, who's going to be the first person to you know, <laughs> throw out something Anything. obvious or, yeah, yeah, you know, something just crap I'm like i just bring it on you know because like at that point i'm i'm in like i'm like my day was rubbish after detroit i see you know on a bet like i i actually thought the race went quite quick i don't know why didn't drag it maybe it was a short lap 100 laps whatever could have done with a slightly more favorable yellow but yeah <laughs> you know hey ho same but then man I, I walked one once i finally found my route back to the hotel that i could consistently do because that was a bit of a I, I went like every different way every day. Um, <laughs> I got a pizza with my mum and dad. And then, you know, I drove back to Indy and I ate the rest of the other half of that pizza when I was driving. Love it. And all I could think was like, wow, like, there's a lot to do. But it wasn't like, it wasn't negative. It wasn't like, oh my God, I don't know how we're going to do it. It was just more yeah. of a case of, let's just draw a line in the sand. Let's say, this is where we're at. And everything after... It's just positive, and that's the bit where I think people get this wrong. It's not negative to own where we are. Absolutely. That's the truth. I completely agree. The positive part of it is to rally together as a team and just directionally move forward. But then they're like, well, you know, you've got to be honest. And you're like, well, if you want me to be honest, I will. But don't try and tell me to be honest, but then do it in your way. Like, let me just do this, but at least know from my perspective, the outlook is... It's not negative to own where we are. Yeah. It's negative not to try and do something to fix it. I think that the first step to getting better is accepting the fact that you need to get better. Like, and and yeah. that's and that's fine. Like, guess what? I would like to be better every day. I think as a driver, you try to be better every day. And I sure. think overall, it's it's not bad to be like, hey, you know what? We're a team. We're gonna help everyone be better next weekend. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Then it makes us feel better as a driver too. Cause you're like, Hey, we need, we probably need to do a better job here, here and here. And you know what? Next weekend, we're going to give it our best shots and, and we're going to do this. We're going to put together a list of things that might help. Boom, boom, boom. And then it makes us feel better. But obviously not, not everything is done that way. It's, it's hard to do that because this is a very ego driven sport too. You know what I mean? Sure. Everyone is, wants, and, and yeah. And that's from everyone's side, man. You know, exactly. like, we all drivers too. have pride, you know. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You know, like we have pride. The mechanics have pride. Team owners have pride. Sponsors have pride. Like we all go collectively to the track to win. You know, yep. it, it doesn't even need to be said. We we all say it, but it doesn't even need to be said really. Um, you know, and when you're not doing that, there's a there's a book that I read. It was on Conor McGregor's trainer, Coach Kavanaugh, and the the, the whole the title of the book is Win or Learn. You know, and I feel yes, like I want to send that. that book to like our team and just be like, look, guys, I'm not. I'm not saying we don't do this, but just read this, you know. 
I like Zach, it. Was it, was it Casey's Pizza? I got to know. Was it Casey's Pizza? <laughs> oh, man, no. But I'm telling you, man, that is the best. If you haven't tried that yet, we're not going to Binkley's. We're going to go to Casey's Pizza instead. <laughs> <laughs> because, because I got to say, and I know we're sponsored by Hy-Vee, but there isn't really any within driving distance of where we currently live. Yep. Yep. I also love Hy-Vee. Big fan of them. <laughs> but Casey's Gas Station Pizza pretty solid epic very good and this was a controversial thing that we chatted about was this our first this was one of our first chats yeah 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 i remember you but i remember this is like a routine for you now i think it was either road america or detroit you're like yeah i'm driving back and i got myself a big old casey's pizza i'm like (laughs) yeah the gas station pizza bro (laughs) well now i'm hungry for pizza darn (laughs) (laughs) that's part of my strategy and i know i'm gonna do this already leaving road america there is a casey's and I will get a six-pack of Spotted Cow to participate in yep. once I get home. Obviously, not while I'm driving, but once I'm home yep. only. Thanks I for my fridge. Re- yeah, I mean, <laughs> you never know, man. People read yeah. him and then be like, you know, who's <laughs> no, you're you're right. Right. yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You know, you know, you, no, you so never do know. I'm no, I'm not going to open any of aforementioned Spotted Cows until I get home. But there I will eat the pizza, and I'll eat a lot of it. I love that. Jack, I remember you have the been... time, the shame. I remember the first time I got this pizza <laughs> and I got some beers at driving back from Road America after, <laughs> you know, pretty crap race. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. Dude, I was like four slices in. I was like, yeah, this is great. Just eat, you're just hammering pizza as you do. I mean, honestly, pizza just after a race is one of the most rewarding feelings of all time. Like, I, I, I did the pizza thing after Detroit as well. I was like, you know what? What did you get? Well, uh, King Doe is right across the street from my house, so like I, I, I love King Doe uh, here in Indiana. What time did you get back? How did I got you back, back early enough, bro. To... I, I order that stuff on on time. We, we order it, have it ready. Waiting Online at the door. order, get back. I got back at like 9.30. 9.30. Hey, Connor, the only, the only last, because I know you know we're probably running out of time. We've probably already gone over. No, it's I'd great. Like to, I'd, I'd like to see you, and this is aimed directly at you, Okay. I want to see you participate in some of Amy's dances. Oh, man. I don't yes, know if that's I, ever going to happen, Jack. I reckon... We are going to We are gonna have a nice little anniversary trip this weekend, so maybe I'll do some dancing in the mountains. Who knows? We'll see. We, <laughs> you want to go viral on the TikToks, Connor, you need to follow <laughs> your lady's path. There you go. You're right. Um, the other thing I will say, Joe, I know I didn't get to go to all your performance at the Vogue, but I loved it. That Thanks, was great. Buddy. And I'm <laughs> actually you. going to Disney with my cousins here shortly. And I will be looking oh, yeah. out for the different type of people that <laughs> the are there based off of, <laughs> yes, I will be not, I'll be going with my sister. So I'm not exactly sure which category we're, are we in category three? Uh, how old are the kids? Uh, I should know this. One of them is my goddaughter, <laughs> eight and 10 or nine. No, you're group two. You're, you're, you're group two. Your family too. Your family too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate Man. you being there, buddy. I appreciate yeah, the well, time today. I'm looking forward to beers tonight. All right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All Jack, right. thank you so much, man. Honestly, this uh, is thanks, a great guys. interview. This is exactly what I wanted to get out of you. Uh, uh, a, a, an honest take on, on your Indy 500 stuff. I think our, our fans of this show love hearing just people talk about racing. People talk about what yeah. they feel. And so, cool. and I appreciate that. So you're the man. Uh, thanks, guys. Good luck. Yeah, Road America, and uh, we'll see you at the card shop maybe sometime soon. We're going to buy some cards. No doubt, yeah.
Jack Harvey, awesome. ladies Thanks, and gentlemen. Guys. Thank you. <laughs> See you, buddy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Jack Harvey. Um, great interview, I, I thought. I mean, I, I told him, too, at the beginning. I was like, yeah, 25 minutes, you know, whatever you want to do. And, and it ended up being, you know, much longer, but full of content, full of, um, you know, honesty. And, and love that from Jack, longtime friend of mine. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think Joey... He he went at you hard for the Steelers. Went uh, went at you hard with the Star Wars content, but uh, you know we're all still friends. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> was surprised by that. I mean, Jack, I would I would consider Jack one you know one of one of my best friends in the series. Um, so I don't know where, where that came from, but but it's all good. Um, I did say on his program that I was picking the Colts to finish last in their division. Dave. So I don't know if that's why he was just feeling that way. Um, but no, I, I think Jack is another great example of somebody who is likable, personable, um, obviously a great driver that's been around for a while, who is who is good for the series. And when you get him in front of a camera and behind a mic, um, everybody loves it, especially the ladies and older ladies, I think, because not older ladies, that's sorry, not to be disrespectful, but you know, my mother, my mother in law, <laughs> some of my mother in law's friends. Um, all very big fans of old Jack Harvey. Uh, so appreciate his voice. Time, no doubt. He's got a great voice. <laughs> cool, cool voice, cool yeah. accent, great looking Great dude. hair. I mean, yeah. steely blue eyes. It's just, he's got the full package, you know? So Absolutely. Uh, all right. Do we want to, yeah, let's hop into uh, Ricky Treadway. What's he got for us this week? Random yeah, Indy well, 500 driver of the week. We do have a random Indy 500 driver. Uh, obviously this weekend we've got a weekend off. Um, the next uh, Oh, yeah, week. yeah, yeah. You're, you're celebrating with Amy? One yeah, year? celebrating a little one-year anniversary-ish, getting, getting together, hanging out. Uh, there is some IndyCar testing going on this week. Some people are at Road America. Uh, I know our team is down in, in Sebring uh, using an Indy Lights or a rookie rookie test day for, uh, I believe, Linus Lundquist, I think. Um, so that'll be good to get some more information there. But um, a lot will be happening in the next There we go. I'll be at a bachelor days. party at Purdue. I'll be oh. up in all West right. Lafayette playing golf and uh, probably sitting in Harry's Chocolate Shop for 18 hours. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. But, well, uh, yeah, you sure. enjoy it. Congrats to you and Amy, man. Hey, That's thank great. you. <laughs> thank you. Going to be fun. Going to be a great time. Um, but, yeah, uh, next week's show is going to be interesting. So, uh, be sure to tune into that um, as we preview what's uh, in the future. So, uh, let's get to the Ricky Treadway random Indy 500 driver yes. of the week. I actually got a great one this time, and as if all of them aren't great. Yep. But I keep having to find. I went with a more recent one, more recent being the 80s. I uh, went with the 1987 Indy 500, uh, won by Al Unser, Al Unser Sr. Uh, and I went with the uh, eighth place finisher. I finished eighth this year. Felt like it was the right way to go. Uh, Jeff McPherson or Jeff McPherson. There's no E after the ER, so it might be McPherson. Maybe it's McPherson. Jeff McPherson. Um, interesting story. Not a big Wikipedia page. Um, but he was born 1956 in California. Uh, raced in the 86 and 87 seasons with only 18 starts. One Indy 500. Just the eight, 1987 Indy 500, finishing the top 10 in the Indy 500. That's that's pretty impressive. Not bad. Um, we'll take that. Yeah. Finished eighth in the 18, the ni- not the 1887 championship, the 1987 championship. So solid year for old buddy there. Um, and wow, 
that's about it. So I, uh, Jeff McPherson, the, his Vic Wikipedia page, which is, again, probably not the best historical reference website, um, but solid short career for Jeff McPherson. I don't I don't know if he is dead or alive still. Have you seen that, Joey? It, 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 it looks as if he's still with us. He only That's has good. the born, uh, not the, the died information, but... His birthday's coming up. It's this Friday, June 9th. Uh, so he shares a birthday with my dad. So happy birthday. There you dad. go. Uh, and also, Jeff, um, it says, for the star and creator of Tiki Bar TV, see Jeff McPherson. McPherson. So, <laughs> Another uh, Jeff McPherson who is a TV guy. <laughs> spelled, spelled the exact same the way, exact except this guy's name that we're talking about, this IndyCar driver uh, or 8500 driver has a capital P on the McPherson and the other guy has no capital P. So make of that what you will. Indeed. Jeff McPherson. Jeff McPherson. Right. Well, we appreciate you guys as always. We appreciate Jack Harvey for stopping by and conversing with us about all sorts of things. Hope you enjoyed that conversation. Don't be, uh, don't forget to follow the show, send to four or five or six or 10 of your friends who like racing or who are trying to get into racing. You're trying to get them into racing and say, hey, these guys are great. Let's go into a neighborhood. Uh, leave us a rating and review. Remember, new show coming out once a week, about every Wednesday or so. Um, and next week, we will be recapping our weekends off, I suppose, and then looking ahead to the future, according to Connor, whatever that means. <laughs> well, we'll just hope to see you again next week. Um, for Connor Daly, for Joey Molinaro, for Ben Walton, for Dirty Mo Media, this is Speed Street, and we'll talk to you again next week. Dirty Mo Dough with Steve Letarte has a new episode available now on all major podcasting platforms. Make sure to follow the show to see what crazy bets Steve and the guys are making now. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.